Welcome to the first episode of the Campus Coaches Podcast. I'm Jason, joined here with Riley and Braden. Boys, how are we doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. So far, so good. Keeping on rolling. So this is the first episode. Um, kind of going to – let's uh, let's introduce ourselves to the listeners here. So uh, anybody want to go first? Uh, I'm Riley. I go to Texas A&M, class of 2024. I am. Uh, my name is Braden Gilbert. I am uh, also at Texas A&M, the last and proudest member of the Fighting Texas Alley, class of 2026. Yeah, and uh, I'm Jason Huebner. Uh, I go to Indiana University, class of 2026, and uh, we're all originally from the same uh, small town, Liberty Hill, Texas. And this is kind of a way, to, I mean, Riley's been in college for a few years, but Braden and I being freshmen, uh, this is just kind of a way to, for us to keep in touch, right, boys? Oh, yes, all sir. So uh, kind of what to expect here from the podcast, uh, all big sports fans. I know Riley's a big Cowboys fan. He's kind of our uh, college football NFL guru. Oh, I yeah. consider, consider myself more of a baseball guy, kind of MLB. Uh, also, I mean, I watch some weird things. I've uh, been into cycling, professional cycling, uh, Tour de France, La Vuelta, uh, Euro weird coming day. up this year. Uh, Brayden, what would you consider your like specializations there? <laughs> My specialization is in all things football and disc golf related. Really? Indeed. Okay. Well, um, we're going to try, we're going to shoot to get this thing out, you know, a couple times a week, 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, just kind of talk about, you know, in the fall, it'll be big fantasy football, college football, uh, NFL, you know, and then we'll kind of transition to sports as they go through the seasons. Uh, We'd also kind of like to do some interviews. Wouldn't that be pretty cool, guys? Oh, yeah. That sounds look, great to me. Let's get them going. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we'll we we'll look into that in the future. We're going to have to get some uh, people on here, some maybe some athletes, some coaches, uh, kind of see what, just, you know, what their life is like. You know, the name, the campus coaches, you know, we kind of wanted to, since we're all in college, we kind of want to talk about some different college campuses across the United States, you know, see if we can get people from different universities to talk about maybe their athletic experience or just their campus life in general. So um, that's kind of what to expect from the podcast, kind of a little bit about what we want to do and uh, anything y'all want to add? No, that's, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Just, you know, your go-to sports guide, to all things football and sports related. Yeah. So definitely um, tune in as we, get this thing going and uh i guess we'll hit right into it so this weekend or what day was it guys it was tuesday mm, yes last last no last thursday last thursday when did we have our fantasy draft saturday okay saturday. saturday yeah it was on saturday okay, saturday <laughs> <laughs> dude it's been i've been all busy for first week of college but saturday we did our fantasy football draft uh two qb league uh, this year, we did it on sleeper, two QB, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end, two flex, kicker, defense, six bench spots, a 10-man PPR. Uh, that can sit, That 10-man is like eight of us from Liberty Hill, right? Or is everybody from Liberty Hill? Uh, I think everyone is. I, th- I think I believe yeah, everybody is. Yeah, everyone yeah so everyone's, everyone's from our high school. Uh, how many are at A&M, though? 
Um, good majority How, of them. Yeah, so like eight of y'all got together and did the draft in person? Seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, seven of y'all were drafted in person. So I guess we'll just kind of talk about um, – how our drafts went. Uh, Riley, you want to start us off, evaluate your team, walk us through your picks? So, uh, you know, I had the uh, – mm, I mean, where was where did I even pick first? I think I was towards the back, though. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, – Yeah, you were 1-8, like, I think. Yeah, I think I was the 8th slot. I took, uh, you know, Najee, who's the best player available for the first one. And then uh, when it came back around, I uh, – Took DeAndre Swift, got me got me two solid starting running backs, and then um, kind of got screwed in the quarterback front. I waited too long. Quarterback started flying off the board in like the third round, but I ended up with uh, Aaron Rodgers as my uh, first one, and then took a gamble on uh, old Trevor Lawrence to be my second quarterback. Yeah, that's that's an interesting choice for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got sniped with Jameis and Matt Ryan right before I was about to pick them, so. Wasn't wasn't looking too hot there, but then uh, you know solid solid starting receivers and Cortland Sutton and uh, Keenan Allen. Cortland Sutton probably gonna have a big year with a uh, new quarterback in town, Russell Wilson. And uh, my uh, big sleeper pick, Juju, and I think I got him in like the tenth round. Gonna be the slot main target in uh, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. Pretty sure he's gonna put us some big numbers this year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Braden, you wanna share your starting team? Of course, of course, you know, I mean, I just want to go ahead and call myself the champion of the league because basically this team <laughs> is going to put some others into the ground. All right, first pick, first round, I think I had the second pick. Um, you know, I had Derrick Henry last year, and I was just really, really happy with him, and he got injured, which was sad, but this this season, had to take him again. I know he's going to do big things. Second, back round, second pick, though? Second pick, yeah, I ain't taking really? CMC. That's some that's some garbage right there. Even if he's healthy, I think Derrick Henry's better. Regression is and coming, my man. Now regression is coming. Still got one more season with him. Then uh, Pitt came back around. I got CD Lamb right afterwards. He's gonna put up some big things. He's the only target in right now in uh, Dallas. And then uh, then third round, uh, Saquon was still on the board. I'm gonna, I risked it with him. He, I think he's gonna do good. I think he's here in the negativity, I think he's going to go off. Um, quarterbacks, got Kyler and Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is going to put up some big things this year. People have been saying that he's been looking good. Um, then we got uh, DJ Moore right, af right after those. Um, and DK Metcalf was still, I think I got him in like the ninth round. And then Michael Thomas in like the 10th, which I think Michael Thomas is going to be big this year. And then Dawson Knox. And my my favorite pick so far has been Brandon Ayuk. I think he's going to do really really good. I think him and Trey Lance have a good connection. Yeah, uh, interesting team for sure. But you know, your self proclaimed champion, we'll have to see. Um, also, you know, a two QB league, guys. We were doing a two QB league for the first time, and I don't think anybody <laughs> understands the importance of quarterbacks on the draft night. So you know, first round, you know, one seventh where I'm drafted from. I got to take Jamar Chase. He fell to me. I mean, that's guaranteed 20 points per game. Him and Joe Burrow have big connection. Last year, he put up several 200-yard receiving games. Jamar Chase, wide receiver one. You know, then I back when it came back to me, 2-4, Alvin Kamara's on the board. Now, people people sleeping on Kamara this year because, you know, he's supposed to get suspended, you know. 
you know, I don't like his personal life. Not, not Nobody can really agree with all that stuff. But on the field, he puts up numbers, and that's what we're looking for in RB1. Then, you know, 3-7, Josh Allen, 4-4, Patrick Mahomes. That's going to win me the league right there. I mean, I don't even have to – it's not even a contest anymore. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Then we got Elijah Mitchell, RB2, uh, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver two, George Cale coming in at tight end, you know, A.J. Dillon, Gabe Davis in the flex. You know, and I, I just the team the team's unstoppable, really. Your only bad is uh, you have a you know very uh, injury prone running back as your RB two. Yeah, and he's okay. got a RB two as his RB three. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, so what you sac- that's what you that's what you sacrifice when you, you take quarterbacks in the third and fourth round. Yeah, you know, I may have sacrificed the running game, but if Elijah Mitchell's healthy, you know, he has the offensive line in San Francisco. He's Deontay Johnson's already on the board for questionable. I mean, he's supposed to be back, but you never know. That could be a big shoulder injury right there. Yeah, he did get injured in the preseason game last week. But as long as he gets healthy, he's yeah. wide receiver one in uh, in in Pittsburgh. So we're gonna have to look to that. Who, you know, we'll get back up for him. Darnell Mooney. <laughs> hey, Darnell it's Mooney okay. had no, a no, great no. stretch he's, last year. He's got he's got Damian Pierce though, absolute sleeper. Yeah, did get Pierce really late. Stolen from Riley. Like, oh, in, yeah. like round 13. I, mean, I, don't know. I, I mean, was, he's really going mad. way, he's going way higher than 13 now because they dropped Marlon Mack. The Texans did. They did, they did bring him back on the practice squad not too long ago, though. Well, the practice squad doesn't mean anything. I don't know that you get, you get three, three game day elevations now from the practice squad. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe he'll get elevated from the practice squad. I'm sure that was <laughs> what he was going for. <laughs> um, so, well. That kind of is our fantasy teams. You know, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, fantasy football is still a couple of weeks away. Um, we'll come back to the fantasy teams. We'll talk about fantasy players as the season goes on. We'll give some, you know, got to give some sleeper picks. You know, don't listen to whatever Braden says because he has no idea what he's talking about. He that thinks Matt Stafford's the, the best quarterback in the league. That is, that is also cap right there. I think Matt Stafford's <laughs> a top 10 QB, and I'm going to stand by it. <laughs> Well, see if if you agree with Braden, then maybe you can listen to his picks. But you may want to fade his selections every week, and we'll look to give some fancy updates going into the future. So, um, into our next little segment here, you know, every week we kind of want to do a college football NFL game pick 'em. When I, there's only college football games this weekend, so we're only going to talk about some college football games and make our selections. But in the future, we'll have some of the biggest college football games plus some of the big NFL games that week talk about what we think you know some stories are going into the game and also like who we think's gonna win so um first college football game we're going to talk about this week oh additionally we're always going to talk about the a&m game because riley and Braden go there and we'll always talk about the indiana football game because yours truly is attending the best university in the state of indiana and you're probably not going to hear about indiana from literally any other sports (laughs) channel because nobody cares about them Okay, we had a rough season last year, but we're on the up and up. Um, so, well, I mean, we're talking about Indiana. Let's start with their game. Uh, Indiana plays Illinois this Friday night at Memorial Stadium in Bloomington, eight o'clock tip. And you know, there's a few Illinois won uh, last week. I don't know if either of y'all saw that game. No, I did not. Well, they were dominant against. I mean, Wyoming. You know, not the greatest competition, but they were dominant. Uh, won thirty-eight and six last week. And Illinois is looking to improve a lot in the Big Ten. They're led by running back Chase Brown. Uh, he ran, He went for 19 carries, 150 yards, two TDs last week. 
So that's really the storyline going into the game for Indiana's defense is if they're going to be able to stop them. Um, you know, new defensive coordinator Chad Wilt is in the building. And um, really, it's going to be interesting. It's a home game for Indiana. We, the biggest, the other on, on the offensive side of the ball, um, there's a QB battle, Jack Tuttle or Connor Bezilak. Um, Bezilak, obviously, the Missouri transfer, came in last fall or last spring. And, I don't yeah, think there's anything obvious about that, but yeah. No, dude, he was 2020 Coast SEC Freshman of the Year from Missouri. If you've watched college football, you know Connor Bezilak. You know, he's gone, he goes yeah. to Manning Passing Academies. He's, he's a, he was the highly regarded QB transfer that landed at Indiana. He just struggled at Missouri a little bit. He's looking to, you know, not sure which one of those is going to win. Jack Tuttle's more of the, uh, the he's going to be the consistent guy who's able to run the offense. But Bezlak is the pocket passer who could really light up, light up a show if given opportunity. So this can be interesting to see who's named the starter. So interestingly, head coach Tom Allen hasn't named a starter. However, the team knows the starter. He hasn't told the media. He hasn't told the fans who the starter is. But the team is knows who's taking first team reps. So we'll have to wait till tip off of the Illinois game um, for that one. And uh, I guess I'll make my pick. You know, a little biased here. I got Indiana winning by a touchdown on Friday night. Nice, nice. Um, I'll probably have to take Indiana in that one too. For no, no, no apparent reason. Just two, two mid schools going up against each other. <laughs> yeah, I think y'all are gonna notice a trend here going on. I'm always gonna be betting against Indiana, so I'm gonna take Illinois right here. <laughs> I mean, even if they have to travel over to Indiana, I mean, come on. They're basically the same school. It's just one's going to actually dog on the other one. And I think Indiana's got probably one of the worst defenses in the Power Five. Wow. Bold statement. And we'll have, Interesting. To, we'll have to see on Friday night. I'll be at the game. Um, I know you two won't. You'll probably won't watch the game either. It's on Fox Sports 1 for anybody interested. Friday night, mid- 8 o'clock mid- Eastern. Midnight Yale, man. We had, a, we had a concert, too, in the new Aggie Park. And I'm sure uh, some of y'all you know, might have – Friday night lights, high school football, you know, because that's basically what it's going to be like. So you're not missing much. <laughs> um, okay, then let's talk about the A&M game. All right. So uh, Sam Houston is coming to face the uh, number six ranked Texas A&M. The uh, big storyline for this game is going to be the uh, return of Haynes King, who uh, looked a little rocky in his uh, first start as a retro freshman last year against uh, – Honestly, I don't even remember who we played, but he, he threw like uh, three picks and t- took a few sacks in that one as well. And then in the Colorado game, he played four minutes and broke his leg. Now, he's been in a QB competition with uh, Max Johnson and Connor Wiegman this whole summer. And uh, for for most of the summer, it's been a pretty even battle between Haynes King and Max Johnson. Haynes King is more of your uh, mobile um, running gun type of quarterback. And then Max Johnson is more of your, your, packet, your pocket passer kind of quarterback. And I think with uh, the familiarity of the offense and just the trust that he's earned from Jimbo Fisher, Haynes King uh, won the QB battle and will be starting uh, for Texas A&M against Sam Houston this Saturday. Well, so, Riley, I heard – I saw something somewhere that said Max Johnson was, like, the number one, like, the most talented backup quarterback in America. Oh, most definitely. Is there any chance you think he transfers out? Uh, I don't think he's going to transfer out since he just transferred in. And then his also also five-star tight end out of the 2022 recruiting class, Jake Johnson, his brother, committed to Texas A&M and is enrolled and will be playing this spring or this fall. 
So I don't think he's going to leave. He might leave next year, but he he won't be leaving this year at all. Got it. And from what I've seen, Connor Wheatman, he's gonna he's the future of Texas A and M. I mean, oh, he he is hundred percent the future. You know that I man. Think, yeah, he'll be, so he'll talented. Be big. Yeah, but I mean, Sam Houston. You know, they're an FCS school right now. Um, you know, they're they have been one of the best SES teams. They're located in Huntsville, for all you Texans. Um, you know. They're joining the CUSA next next summer. So do you think they have any chance of even coming close in this one? I don't think they really have a chance to come close in this one, but I will if, – if how they play can really put a mark on their name for any recruits in future years with how they play against this Texas A&M team because they – are predicted to have one of the best defenses in college football with multiple five stars joining this defensive line. It's going to be massive to go against them. For sure. So you, uh, y'all want to make y'all's picks? Oh, I'm taking Texas A&M easy. It's probably going to be like 60 to 14 or something. I mean, this is basically just a warm-up game. So you got to go Texas A&M here. I mean, I, I mean, we're predicting them to be you know a top four contender playoff team national champions for the future. So we'll see. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got to take Texas A&M. I mean, same Houston, I think may put up more of a fight than some people expect. Um, especially just, I've seen them. They've been great the last few years uh, over in Huntsville, but yeah, Texas A&M is just too big of a, they're too high on the throne for Sam Houston to have a chance of winning that game. So I think Texas A&M wins by two touchdowns, two touchdowns. That's it. Man. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, it's a warm up game. I don't think they take it serious in the second half. Sam Houston, Gets a little bit of steam, comes back before AM decides to put it away. All right, all right. Um, let's let's talk about another uh, Big Ten game. Uh, number five Notre Dame heading over to Columbus to take on Ohio State. Man, this would be a this would be a good game. Very good game. Yeah, Notre Dame obviously new head coach, uh, Marcus Freeman, and you know. How do you think that's going to impact the the Fighting Irish? Um, you know they were under Brian Kelly for a couple of years, but um, I think Marcus Freeman he's bringing new energy to Notre Dame, and I think after he gets a few few years of his recruits in, I think they'll be back up to being a, a consensus top ten team every year. But as of right now, I don't I don't see them really competing for much this year at all. Yeah, no, I have to agree. Uh, Brayden, I don't know if you have any strong opinions about Notre Dame. Honestly, Notre Dame has got to be one of my favorite schools, if I'm being honest. I mean, I know that they're – the way that Brian Kelly left the school was not the best, and I know that they're probably a little upset about that, those are, that are the returning starters and, and such. So I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to come back and have a fight. And I, I've, I'm, I'm not big on Ohio State, but I've, I've always been big on Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, I think Notre Dame, I think just like Riley said, is not as good as – they're being chalked up to be. I think they've gone through a little too much changes in the last few years to be like one of the top teams in the nation. And Ohio State's a dynasty, you know, CJ Stroud. I mean, coming back as their quarterback, I don't think he's gonna, you know, between Stroud and the receiving core of uh Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jackson Smith and Jigba, man, he is going to be so good this year. Yeah, I mean I just I just think that. Uh, it's going to be hard to stop the Ohio State offense, especially in Columbus. So I got Ohio State. Yeah, I got Ohio, Ohio State too, especially, you know, you're led by C.J. Stroud, who's a 
top three Heisman candidate for this year, it's easily Ohio State. I'm going to stick with Notre Dame. I think that they're going to prove some people wrong. I know it's going to be hard going to Columbus, like Jason said, but, you know, I think that they're just going to – I think I got to buy a touchdown. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah, we'll have to tune into that one for sure. Uh, next game, we got Cincinnati going to Ar- going to Fayetteville playing the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, you know, Cincinnati coming off a big loss, losing quarterback uh, Desmond Ritter. And Arkansas, so Cincinnati is going down, but Arkansas is trending up. I mean, oh, yeah. I think this one's fairly textbook, but um, any specific things you want to say on this game? KJ Jefferson, man. Last year against AM, it, uh, when they played at Old Jerry World, he was looking like Cam Newton running around out there. He is just a big bodied quarterback that is not afraid to run over you. He's going to be the difference in this game. Brayden, you got anything? Um, you know, not really. Uh, I think I, I like Arkansas here. I know that they've been – people didn't think much of them last year, especially when they played Texas, and they just absolutely rolled them. So I think that they're going to be back for blood this year. They're going to keep it rolling. They kind of ran out of steam at the end of last year, but they're going to pick it back up again. Yeah, I got Arkansas pretty easily as well. Yeah, I think it, it, it'll definitely be a really good game. I, I really want to see how Cincinnati rebounds after losing a – a good, a good bit of their team with Desmond Renner and then Alec Pierce, their main wide receiver. But uh, I'm picking Arkansas. Uh, you want to talk about our next game, right? We got so we have number eleven Oregon going down to uh, play the defending champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, after coming off the national title, um, they lost a lot of offensive firepower. Lost a few alignment. George Pickens is gone. James Cook, their primary uh, receiving back, he's gone. So uh, it's really just a big question to see how Stetson Bennett is going to rebound this year. He, you know, he he wasn't he wasn't like spectacular last year. He was a good game manager, so he's going to have to step it up a notch if Georgia wants to wants to repeat as the national champions. And then uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, they lost the number one pick or the first overall pick in Trayvon Walker and five other first round picks in Jordan Davis to the uh, Eagles. Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt to the Packers, and then Lewisine was picked number 32 by the Vikings. Uh, but they also have the return of sensational defensive tackle Jalen Carter, who is probably going to be a top five pick and maybe even a top three pick. And lockdown corner Keely Ringo are also returning, who's going to be another top 15 pick. So Georgia's defense still elite. Uh, it's going to be a good test for Oregon. Yeah, I think um, you know Georgia's defense is what got him so far last year, in my opinion. You know, they had great offensive players, like you said, but their defense really kept them in games and allowed them to win the national championship. And I don't think – I mean, they ha- how many people they've lost, I think they have just as many new players coming in that are able to make the impact. And honestly, I've n- never been super high on Oregon since they've lost uh, Marcus Mariota. Like, oh, yeah. 2014, I don't think they've ever been the same. I don't think they're really the, a number 11 team in the nation as they're ranked right now in the first AP poll. So I got Georgia. I think they win this one pretty easily in Athens. Oh, yeah, I do too. I don't trust Bo Nix at all. I mean, he wasn't good at Auburn. He's not going to be good in uh, Oregon. So I'm taking Georgia just on their defense alone. By yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick with y'all. Um, I think Georgia, I mean, reigning national champions, looking to go back to back. They, I, I highly doubt that they're going to do it because, you know, the good old Aggies are going to come and take that from them. But I think that they're <laughs> – Definitely going to roll Oregon here. And if y'all want, I could go ahead and roll into this Utah-Florida game. Oh, yeah. I know y'all looking forward to us talking about that. 
So, <laughs> I mean, Utah is looking to be a, number t- a top team in the Pac-12 this year. And I know that they're, they've got a, a new head coach from Arizona State, Anthony Richardson. But also, I mean, come on. They're the Midwestern boys. Those corn-fed guys are going to run over some kids. And I think that Florida, they're, they're <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Did you say Utah is corn-fed boys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let me continue. You're messing up my flow. Do you, do you know where Utah is? Yes. <laughs> it's not the Midwest. It's right below Wyoming. I mean, Anyways, I'm going to continue before I was rudely interrupted. Florida's de- run defense is garbage. I mean, last de- last year they were they were mid. This year they're going to have to prove themselves. And Utah's got a, a really really strong brutish run offense. So I think that they're going to run through them. I think Utah is. I mean, they're they're. This is the highest I've ever seen them ranked. Um, I'm not sure if I agree with it, but I think they're going to roll over Florida. Yeah. Um, well, I do. The only thing I agree with there in that whole statement was that Utah has a good running game and Florida has a bad run defense. And, you know, if Utah runs the ball like they did last year, I think they win this one pretty easily. Uh, Florida, you know, has just ever since they lost. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on his quarterback's name. Uh, Trask, Kyle Trask. He, they just they haven't been able to rebuild since they lost Trask. So I have to put Utah, the Utes of Utah. They're not from the Midwest, but the Utes of Utah taking the win on this game. Well, first off, Kyle Trask wasn't any good. He was carried by Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. but I'll have to agree on both y'all. I mean, with the new head coach, and, I mean, Anthony Richardson had his flashes last year when he was uh, trying to beat out Emory Jones. He he could take a big step up this year being a major dual-threat quarterback, but, I mean, Florida just doesn't have the kind of talent that Utah has right now, so I'm definitely picking Utah. Yeah, so I think that um, sums up our pickums. So we'll – We'll record those when we talk about some. If there's any big upsets or anything next week, we'll make sure to talk about them. We'll be watching those games this week, this weekend, like I'm sure all of y'all out there will be as well. Um, so kind of the next thing I wanted to talk about, you know, I was talking to Riley about this a few days ago. What is the Texas like A&M ticket pool thing? Because I've seen some weird things on Twitter about it. So basically, whenever you uh, enroll in the college, you are um, asked if you want to buy a sports pass. So a sports pass gets you into all the home games at Texas A&M for free. And it's first come, first seating for all of them, except for football. So for the uh, football games, you each class is designated a day. So seniors and graduate students are on Monday, uh, juniors Tuesday, sophomores Wednesday, and freshmen on Thursdays. And you don't start pulling your tickets till 8 a.m. in the morning. And whenever whenever uh, a group or students pull tickets, it just starts knocking the people that will get tickets on later dates up higher into the stands. So you have like the first deck, second deck, and third deck. Well, uh, so most most all seniors pretty much get onto the uh, the first deck. And so to do that, to guarantee that you get like good seats, most people will camp out 12 hours in advance to uh, attempt to get those tickets. So you'll just go, you know, you can take chairs, you can take a tent, whatever you want to do. And you just sit in front of Kyle Fields for hours waiting for 8 a.m. to just go up and give him your sports pass and get your uh, ticket for the game. Okay. So y'all had y'all's first ticket pool, right? Yes. How'd that go? Morning. Oh, so I, uh, I went out to Kyle Field at 3.30 
in the morning on Tuesday, and I sat in a lawn chair till 8 a.m. to wait for my tickets, and uh, I still got second deck tickets because this uh, group on the senior day decided they wanted to pull 656 tickets at once. Okay, so that I, I saw that, and that got me really confused. So how do you even pull, like, that many tickets? So I think they're, I th- uh, they're from the Imp- Impact Camp, which is similar to Fish Camp. It's like a, a freshman orientation camp, but they're the Impact Camp, and they pulled for their entire group. So all they had to do was have one IV and as many sports passes as, as they just had to collect 656 sports passes from every single person in their Impact Summer Camp group. So like normally there's uh when you pull tickets there's there's uh a bunch of booths on one side and then there's probably like a, a 20 yard gap and then more booths on the other side. Um if you're in a group of 10 plus which there's not there, there there's a lot of people that do that which you're not you're not technically supposed to but they still do it. If you go on to that side, that's where all the 10 plus groups have to go and then anyone on a less than 10 groups or less have to go to the other side so they can get uh closer seats and it's easier just for them to like put you in seats that are closer into the front but yeah so they uh they pulled 656 tickets and took up most of the uh the first deck for everyone that's just that's just got to be annoying right oh it's extremely annoying yeah so uh, people say they stood there for an hour and a half or so yeah they, they, they were at the window for an hour and 45 minutes yeah i mean that's just all right come on guys let's do better at the a&m texas ticket pool Right, yeah, you I have yours tomorrow. Oh yeah. So, what's your plan for that? Are you gonna get there super early? Oh, uh, you know, I got my roommate. He's gonna drop me off probably around three thirty to four in the morning. I'll just got my lawn chair already ready. We're gonna sit there. I'm thinking I'm gonna bring my laptop and just use my hotspot, get some homework done. You know, just go ahead and okay. knock it out. Just hang out up there till about eight. Um, Riley, you said you got there around three thirty. Where you would be? I'd start already pretty close to the window. So yeah, I was probably. Uh, so whenever you get there, there's just like one big line for each side that people wait yeah. in. And then at like 745, everyone gets up and then you form a line in front of every every like ticket booth window. So I was probably 50 yards back from like the uh and in, in the in the one just main line, but after uh after that time where everyone started moving up, I was able to get into second and one of the ticket booth lines. There's like six or seven of them on each side. So I got pretty close. I was in and out by 8.15, I'm pretty sure. Sounds good. Okay. In in my limited, you know, Indiana University thinking, as y'all like to say, um, wouldn't it be worse for freshmen, though? Because all of them are already on campus. Wouldn't the lines be worse? I mean, um, you, were on camp- you were on campus freshman year, right, Riley? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean worse? Like, would it be worse to ticket pool as a freshman? Or is it uh, the same? Is it the same demand as, like, seniors? Uh, I mean, you're just kind of like screwed either way because you're 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 mainly always going to be on third deck because your last day is uh, uh, Friday or Thursday to pull unless you're in a group with other freshmen. So I mean, I would still if I was a fre- like if I was a freshman, I would still get there early just to try mm-hmm. to get as close as I could to the front of the third deck. But I mean, you're kind of screwed no matter what. Yeah, I think that, that it, it balances out even though everybody's on campus and everybody wants that freshman experience. I think that. Um, it's balanced out by knowing that you're going to be that high in the stance. The seniors, they're fighting because if they're in the first deck, they're fighting for that front row in the first deck. They want to oh, be yeah. there as early as possible. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And uh, we wish you luck, uh, Braden. Don't get, you know, don't get too, don't get too screwed over. <laughs> no, I'll be all right. 
This is my one night, my one time doing it. Everybody else, I got the rest of my friend group. They're, they're they all got a day. There's seven home games and seven of us, so they're gonna take care of it. There you That's go. One way, there you go. That's the way to do Knocking it. Knocking it out early. Um. So, Brian, you introduce yourself as our disc golf, you know, expert. Of course, of course. Um. You got anything you want to talk disc golf or been playing recently anywhere? Um. You know, they, we got a couple here at College Station, uh, a couple of nice disc golf places. You got uh, Research Park is a big one here. I actually lost a disc here until I dove in the water to go swim after it the other day. Um, I'm sure that was but, fun. Oh, yeah. The water is not the cleanest here, but I got the job done. Um, you so know, like to hear. I've been missing on some of the, the disc golf news recently, but I know that there's uh, – I'm not sure what Open is going on right now. The last one I watched was the the uh, Great Lake Open, if I'm being honest. But uh, I know that Wasn't there's that been like some – a month ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 what was the line that you said? I, I, I've been busy doing first week of college stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that was it, yeah. Yep. But, um, I mean, I actually just signed up for the uh, – the Texas A&M Open Disc Golf Tournament here. Um, matched, it's going to be a matched pairs thing. So uh, how? If, for those of you that don't know how that works, uh, instead of playing a traditional golf style that's like one stroke is one throw, this is a one stroke. You The, the highest score you can get is 18 because you just win the hole. You could shoot a three on a hole and someone could shoot a six and you just get one point for that hole. So... It's going to be a, a pretty, pretty, yeah, a pretty large yeah. tournament. Um, there's probably about going to be about 160 people signed up. Uh, just waiting to find out who my match is going to be. That sounds like fun. Uh, I was able to get out and play Crestmont Park here last Sunday here in Bloomington. And, you know, I got to say, you know, um, quite the interesting course, really. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just a public park here in Bloomington and in a weird area of a town. But it was a nice little course, uh, real technical, real short. Um, felt good to get out back, back out and playing again. So, uh, Riley, you got into disc golf recently? <laughs> uh, no, no, I've not. Braden has not taken me out disc golfing yet anymore, so I've not gone. Oh, we'll have to wait <laughs> hey, until that been, happens. It's been raining and pouring here. So <laughs> that that it has. Is, yeah, that I mean, has. as as soon as I left to go up here, it seems like it started flooding down there. Oh, yeah. Lots of rain, so, lots of rain. You know, it's, it hasn't rained here yet, so maybe it won't rain here now for 100 days. But um, did, were you all able to click on this next week I sent? This Facebook Not, link? It pulls, up, <laughs> it pulls up a Pizza Hut ad. Yeah. yeah, Liberty Hills getting a Pizza Hut. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I mean, is there anything else that we've got that we've gotten in there, like, that, since I've missed out? Because I feel like there, it's. I'm going to go back in, like, you know, Thanksgiving, back to Liberty Hill, and it's just going to be – you know, a new town, basically. Honestly, I did not know we had was a double Dave's. Whenever I saw oh, yeah. that, that, that surprised yeah. me. That's going to be a W. I don't know if it's open yet. Is it open? It had the sign on the roof. I'm not yeah, sure it's, it it's had that since, like, I left. But I don't know yeah. if it's open or not because, you know, I love me some uh, pepperoni rolls. Oh, huh. yeah. You got to try nice. gummies. Oh, yeah. Try what? Gumbies. Gumbies. It's a place here called Station. They got a so was it's dollar ninety five pizza rolls, but they taste ten times better than those at at a um, double days double and, days and CC's pizza places like that. No, that's but, impossible. 
Oh, they are some. Oh, they're stuff. they're good. They're good. Well, and then you got half price on there. Tuesdays. So and uh, I mean, they just munch them. I know someone that got uh, Gumby's tattooed in on on the inside of their lip, and uh, they get free pizza every time they go in there. So <laughs> no, oh, they don't. Goodness. Yes, they do. Brayden, when are you making the commitment for that? Shoot, I might just go for it for the forehead and just get it like free room for everybody that I go with. <laughs> well, uh, Gumby's, if you're listening, um, can you give us some free pizza rolls? I'm down with Spon- that. Sponsor guess- us with pizza rolls, please. I mean, I guess Riley and Brayden because they're in College Station and. I don't think y'all – let me know if y'all have a, uh, any locations in Indiana. <laughs> highly doubtful. <laughs> yeah, highly doubtful. So, um, you know, this weekend, Labor Day, anybody doing anything fun? Uh, I work on Labor Day, so that's always a plus. Um, I'm heading actually down back to Liberty Hill. We're going to travel over to Blanco, Texas for my mother's birthday. Um, we're going to just hang out there. I think we're cooking some steaks we're going to be munching on those, which will be fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I'm not doing anything too too big. You know, I'm just kind of stuck here at the dorm. Make try oh, yeah. to get out and play some disc golf course. Uh, we'll see if we can play a new course and maybe talk about it a little next week. But, uh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Is there uh, anything else you all want to talk about this week? Uh, you know, I, I think that's it. We had a, had a good bit done today. Indeed we did. Yeah, I mean, so that's so. Thanks for listening to the old first episode of the Campus Coaches Podcast. Um, feel free to email us at campuscoachespodcast at gmail.com with any comments, inquiries. If you want to, you know, if you want to be interviewed, like we said, we would like to interview some people on here, make these a little more interesting instead of us just talking. See if we can get some athletes or coaches or just people involved in their campus. See if we can get them on here. Um, also, feel free to follow us on social media. Um, y'all want to give out our personals? Uh, all my social medias are just uh, Riley Rosenbush. That's Riley with a Y, so R-L-R-Y-L-E-Y-R-O-S-E-M-B-U-S-C-H. Yep, that's Riley. Braden Gilbert. That's his. And I'm Jason Huebner. So, boys, any last words? Ah. AM is smacking Sam Houston this weekend. And Giga baby is getting smacked this weekend. So, well, we'll have catch to y'all next week. Um, yeah. I think we're going to, once we get closer to NFL season, we're going to, we'll be reviewing after some of the Monday night games and then we'll be doing some predictions for the next week and things like that. So, y'all stay oh, tuned yeah. for that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll stay tuned. You know, we'll get some fancy uh, predictions and we'll talk about fantasy a little bit more once we get closer to NFL, you know. A little bit slow so far, so we just had college football this week. But we're, we have some segments we want to do and some things we'll get into the future if you keep on listening to the Campus Coaches podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.